Good morning, everybody, all across the globe. This is your host, Inner Visions of Sunra Ricks. And this morning, we are going to talk about the effects of the election that just passed, um, which was November 7th, which was my birthday. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, but we're going to talk about that in what impact it has or what little impact it has. So we're going to dive into that, plus a little bit of news all across the globe. So sit back, relax, and enjoy learning and getting information on Inner Visions of Sun Ra Ricks, the second podcast. Let's get it. Uh, on today's show, we got a big election day for Democrats to talk about, 
and a somewhat meaningless debate for Republicans uh, who are vying for second place in the uh, GOP primary. Let's start with the 2023 elections. The 2023 elections were excellent for Democrats and those of us who want to keep abortion legal. Uh, in Ohio, two ballot measures, one to enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution and the other to legalize marijuana, both passed by a margin of 57 to 43%. In Virginia, Democrats held the state Senate and flipped the state house which means Glenn Youngkin will not be able to pass the 15-week abortion ban that he and Republican candidates campaigned on. And in deep red Kentucky, pro-choice Democratic Governor Andy Beshear defeated anti-abortion extremist Daniel Cameron by 53 to 48 percent. Democrats came up short in the Mississippi governor's race, but only by about five points. Uh, we also picked up a state Supreme Court seat in Pennsylvania and a few more seats in the Democratic-controlled New Jersey legislature. As you can imagine, most of these results gave the pundits on Fox and Newsmax a case of the sads. You know, ever since Roe v. Wade was overturned, pretty much every time the Democrats have run on abortion, they have won. And was it last night a harbinger for 2024, as you were uh, alluding to, Ainsley? Absolutely. Most people that are Republicans are probably pro-life, right. but what's most important? Republicans uh, taking over and Republicans being able to, <laughs> to keep our country. What a uh, an epic failure by Governor Youngkin. This is a huge loss. It, it does seem like the, the Republican Party generally has a real problem with uh, with winning. <laughs> and you put very sexy things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot. Very sexy. And a lot of young people come out and vote. Thank goodness that most of the states in this country don't allow you to put everything on the ballot because right. pure democracies are not the way to run a country. <laughs> That is Rick Santorum, the uh, the winner of the 2012 Republican Iowa caucuses. Yeah. You guys noticed that, that Steve Ducey has been the voice of reason on Fox and yeah, Friends. What's going on there? Okay. Clip that. Yeah, Clip, put that I, out. Dan, I'm just telling it to you straight. People at home. I love the uh, I love the hot take on Newsmax. Republicans have seem to have a problem with winning. They sure do. Rick Santorum. Uh, Rick Santorum. Democracies are the problem. It's like. We're getting that message from the Republicans. And they uh, have a plan to solve yeah, that. I was going to say, we, have, we hear you loud and clear. Um, so it seems like the big headline out of Tuesday is that wherever abortion access is on the ballot, choice wins. Dan, is that your takeaway? Did you have other big takeaways from the night before we get into each state? That, that is the takeaway. It is clear that abortion, which was for decades the single most polarizing partisan issue in American politics, has now actually transcended partisanship. You have the... Democratic governor of Kentucky, a state that Donald Trump won by 26 points, campaigning on stopping abortion bans. This easy ritual helped my grandma drop 74 pounds, and it's been causing quite the buzz. From California to Kansas, um, Ohio to, to Virginia, the voters said, look, the government should not be telling a woman what to do with her body. Welcome back to America Decides. That was, of course, Vice President Kamala Harris reacting to last night's election results. She also said Americans made it clear with their votes that they, quote, stand for freedom, unquote. Ashley Etienne and Devin O'Malley join us now. Ashley is a CBS News political contributor, former communications director for Vice President Harris and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Devin is managing director for narrative strategies and an advisor to former Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, Devin, I want to start with you, because the former vice president's no longer in this race. Uh, he identified abortion as a key issue, and yet Democrats say after the result of last night's election, that issue 
simply does not work in any competitive race virtually anywhere in the country. How do you respond to that? Well, I, it seemed to play a prominent role uh, in the elections of both Brian Kemp and, and Mike DeWine just a, a year or so ago. Uh, Governors in Georgia and Ohio. That's right. Yeah, I mean, where we saw the issue one. But if you if you take a step back for a moment, uh, this is an issue, the issue of life that Donald Trump has uh, retreated from. He's, he's abandoned any pro-life position that he's had. And when you're on the top of the ticket, maybe not in name, uh, but in, in presence, certainly, uh, that sends a signal to voters. Uh, and it sent a signal to voters in Ohio yesterday. I think that probably affected turnout. If you look at the 80 counties that Donald Trump won uh, in 2020, uh, 18 of those counties actually passed, uh, you know, voted to pass issue one. Uh, and so I, I think that there's a real challenge there. And if you look at Virginia, Democrats outspent Republicans nine to one on the issue. So I don't necessarily... University of Florida poll finds President Trump up nearly 40 points on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. The former president holding a rally near Miami later tonight where he is expected to receive an endorsement from Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was once his press secretary. Newt Gingrich is with me for the rest of the hour. Newt, your thoughts on this and the fact that Trump keeps avoiding or intentionally not going to these presidential debates and doing rallies nearby. Tonight we'll hear from Sarah Huckabee Sanders endorsing him at another rally. Well, I mean, if you're ahead by 60 to 21, uh, why would you show up to debate? Mm. And why would you have people who are at 2 or 3 or 4% getting free TV time to attack you? Uh, Trump knows that if he's not at the debate, the number of viewers will be dramatically smaller. And he knows that if he's not at the debate, uh, their punches will be relatively uh, ineffective. Uh, and he has, he has absolutely nothing to gain by going to these debates. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he's not, it, it, not going to do it. I said this from the very beginning, that it would be foolish for him to do it. That frustrates, you know, his opponents. But, you know, the, this, this is not a game. This is a serious struggle for power uh, in an enormously complicated country. Uh, and people who want to be president have to figure out how to get there. Uh, and they have to figure out what works. And Donald Trump has now had, since 2015, eight years uh, to be a nationwide figure, to have an organization in every part of the country. And as you point out, to have people in key places, like his former press secretary, who has a natural bias for him. Nevada. Ten points ahead of Biden. Trump is not in a position uh, to be the number. Let me read this here. In Nevada, Trump is ahead by ten points. Georgia, six points over Biden. Arizona, plus five. And if Carrie Lake wins Arizona, it's a wrap. Michigan five points ahead of Biden in a liberal state Pennsylvania plus four for Trump these are key swing states and we're not even talking about Florida or Ohio which he has won convincingly we're not even talking about that so even if Colorado was to ban him on the ballot, 
Trump will still win. He will still be ahead of Biden. So good luck with that. Yes. In my view, in my takeaway from the election, shout out to African Diaspora Network, the Philip Scott Podcast, um, Pod Saves America Podcast, special shout out. The Democrats have now controlled the House, parts of the Senate in Virginia, despite the victory from uh, Danny Diggs over there. So now that the House is controlled by the Democrats over in Virginia, Yonkin's not going to be able to hardly pass anything, especially the abortion ban. All right. So the anti-abortion movement took a major hit has took a significant hit until 2024. Okay. Um, I've heard and listened that um, I think I read that Governor um, Manchin, Joe Manchin of uh, West Virginia, the Democrat, will not seek re-election. Will it have an effect on the Democrats? knows in who knows who knows but cinema and Joe Manchin has always been they were never fully Democrats let me be blunt they're always independent conservatives in my view so um while it might be a loss for the Democrats, you know, it's not a significant loss. So I'll put it to you like this. In the 2024 presidential race, it's no question that Trump will win. The momentum is too much on his side. But this is the kicker. This is key. He's getting close to 30% of the black vote. That's why Trump is, is going to come out victorious. He's going to come out a winner. Whether people like it or not, he's going to come out. He knows how to campaign. One, by him not showing up to the debates is a good strategic move. But most importantly, he knows that he's better than the candidates that are out there going up against him. And the American people who actually supports him, they realize he got screwed out of the election and they want their revenge on Joe Biden. They want it badly. 
and the African Diaspora Network on the Philip Scott podcast was mentioning about why the African-American community now starting to back away from Biden and turning to Trump or yet not vote is because the immigrants, they're getting benefits, they're getting housing. The Asians, hell, the Asians are getting benefits. They're getting um, a discount on the interest loan, as far as, I'm sorry, the business loans. All right. African-Americans, to get I voted sticker, to get the intangibles, but not the actual reward. Their reward, they voted. All right. No reparations, no cash payment, no student loan reduction. And Philip Scott mentioned something very important is that during the Trump era, more entrepreneurs were getting money. All right. Businesses was running rampant. Gas prices were down. The living conditions were better. All right. Especially in the red cities and states. People were getting money. During the Biden administration, the economy is looked weaker weaker than ever before it is just as weak as the Bush era I remember George Bush Jr the former president in his um, weapons of mass destruction outlook the war in Afghanistan which cost America trillions of dollars. George Bush Jr. has single-handedly destroyed America financially, embarrassed the military single-handedly. And Biden's about to do the same thing. So that's why I... And Obama was no different. And that's why American people tend to rally behind Trump because of his ideas. I remember a video of Trump saying that you need a president who has ideas on how to handle money. Let me repeat that to all of you. President Trump said that you need a leader who knows how to handle money. In 2017 to the early part of 2020, the economy was probably the strongest it has been since the Clinton era. 2% unemployment rate. Unbelievable. Everybody was getting nows. 
Hell, I got a townhouse and my credit was not very good. Many people, especially those who didn't graduate college or even high school, they were they had businesses of their own. They were owning their own house, their cars. People were doing pretty good. Now, back to the election that happened. Anti-abortion movement took a massive hit. Even though Mississippi in their um, race for the governorship, or I believe it was the Senate, I believe, they barely won. I mean, barely won. You would have thought they would have blown out a Democrat, but you only won by five points. All right. Abortion took a major hit. Major hit. But also, something that I've learned during the um, 2023 election. You're going to have a lot of people and even independents who support Trump because Trump is going to win the presidency. Trump is different. Trump was built for pressure. He was built for this. He was built for leadership. And during his administration, there was some world peace. Now, during the pandemic, even though it wasn't his fault, he could have handled it a little better. I thought the media and I, and I, I felt like he was a little too distracted. That was my main issue with him. It's like there are people who are dying of this COVID. And your focus is on the you know how the media has treated you. Like shift your focus on the people. That was really my only critique of him. Now y'all remember 2017 article of which Susan Rice admitting and knowingly had I I'm going to put it to you like this the pandemic was running rapid during the Obama administration Susan Rice has admitted it alright she said it but not a lot of people are talking about it and they threw it on Trump to handle it. It was on the MSNBC article. Read it. It's there. That's right. What this election tells us. The anti-abortion took a hit. But while some of you black people who are blue, no matter who, is celebrating, statistically, 
going to hit back hard on the black families. All right. Black mothers who are single black mothers, some who are um, having sex unprotected are more likely to get aborted or aborted their child. which in effect hurts the black population. And it's like this, you have more men out there. There are some good men out there that want to take care of their kids, but there's others who don't, who don't want to take care of that responsibility. And that's why you're seeing Divide. That's why you see some of these homes very fractured. And because you see men leaving their mothers, you see, you see weak men leave their baby mama, their child behind. They're leaving their own family's behind because they don't want to take care of responsibility. Same thing with um, black women. They feel like, okay, their child is preventing them from having a good time in life. And because of that mentality, you now see the rise of illegal immigration. Abortion and illegal immigration go hand in hand. I don't know if you guys know this, this or not. If you want to keep the population moving, bring on illegal immigration. Hey, I don't... Hey, it's beautiful that people all across the globe want to come here to America, the America that are black ancestry has built or people with other um, demographics came and built as well, but mostly are um, black ancestors. It's beautiful that they want to come and stay as long as they do it the right way, as far as they file paperwork and doing it the right way. If they're doing it the right way, that is beautiful. But if they come here, they get free money, free benefits, free, you know, housing assistance. That's where people who are legally here have a problem because they have a hard time getting assistance. They're having a hard time making money as it is and being pushed to the wayside by the immigration is heartbreaking, especially in Chicago. That's right. Black America is going to flee 
the Democratic Party, the election results, does it say something on a certain issue on anti-abortion, but it does not connect to the economy? It doesn't connect to home ownership, jobs, entrepreneurship. It focuses really on the anti-abortion and getting rid of the anti-abortion movement. While some of y'all are celebrating, it really was a loss for black America. A major hit. But you will see a, you will see a new regime. You're gonna see something totally different in the 2024 presidential election. So embrace yourselves, everybody. Embrace yourselves because the change is coming, y'all. The change is coming. Everybody, I will be taking a quick recess, but don't go anywhere because we have a special news commentary. Sit back, relax, and let's get it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Now, I'm a huge admirer of the African Diaspora Network. Philip Scott, Vicki Dillard, Demetria Kay, and others, they've done a tremendous job. They've been sensational, especially those three. All right. I've learned something, and I've learned the biggest reason why black America is going to flee from the Democratic Party. When you hear the Democrats speak, people like Kalama Harris, Al Sharpton, Biden, Obama, they talk about the history of slavery. How men and women were shackled up in chains being beaten, brutalized this generation here says "Uh uh-uh no no what does that got to do with us what does that got to do with making money Van Jones even said it black people don't just want I voted stickers. They want results and they want results in their community now. Cash payment of reparations. All right. The African diaspora channel, they've been pushing for it. They have good points. They were saying other ethnic groups, they're getting the bag. They're getting free money and benefits. Like the Asian community, they get they got a 
anti-Asian hate crime bill. All right. To get that, but I saw a video on Instagram where two Asians committed murder on video. And nothing was said or done about it by the Democrats. Then you have illegal immigration problem, not just in Chicago, but you got one in California. You even got one in New York City. New York City is actually a lot worse than Chicago. All right. Here it is. Pollution. Sanitation has declined immensely in New York. Chicago, the homeless rate is skyrocketed. Skyrocketed to the point of no return. There are so many sanctions up in Venezuela to the point where they throw them over here in America. And the liberals have not removed any sanctions yet. This here is becoming a personal election in 2024. All right. Very personal. All right. Black people, the good ones, the good black people, the good black communities. They're all about economic development. They are about how to become an entrepreneur, how, how to become, <clears throat> how to become one and how to maintain it. All right. Are there programs that could help elevate me financially other than going to college and being stuck in student loan debt? Are there jobs where I can pay off my student loans quickly? That's right. So we got a lot of things to think about. This generation is all about money. It's all about taking care of themselves, their families. They're about business. They're about evolving in technology. They're about Rising above the slavery rhetoric. If we have that, if Democrats have that mentality of pro abortion, talking about slavery, talk about history, and not enough economic development. It's going to be an end of an era for them. You might as well say the Democratic Party is dead. Dead profusely. 
But the Rhino Republicans are keeping the Democrats alive. They're keeping them alive by signing into that foreign aid package for Israel, Palestinians. And Zelensky, he has the nerve to complain and cry about money not being sent to him in his country. Have y'all listened to that video of Zelensky having a fit over America's not bringing him money? He got close to a trillion dollars. And that right there is going to be the end of the Biden regime come 2024. A president who recklessly spends money on other countries should be investigated. Should be investigated for treason, should be investigated, period. Something didn't sit right with me. We gave all those billions of dollars to these countries. While the American economy is suffering badly. But what really got me was what happened in Maui. And instead of putting billions and billions of dollars into rebuilding Maui, Biden decides to give that to the Ukraine, and the families only get $700. Only $700. One, I think the president, Joe Biden, should be investigated. I think he should be put on trial. But by you Democrats and Republicans protecting him, you guys should be on trial too. All right. Now, when Trump gets back into office, which more likely he will, some of y'all are in trouble in big trouble alright I tried to report biased news I tr- unbiased news I'm sorry I apologize I try to promote unbiased news and not pick a side but I also want to be truthful and from the way it looks we're going to have a new president in 2024 unless something catastrophic happens alright RFK and Cornell West they're going to be non-factors let me be honest with you Robert Kennedy Jr no he's a non-factor I'm sorry when it comes against Trump now Biden may be But Trump, no. So, everybody. Stop being blue, no matter who. And for some. Stop being a rhino. 
Think with your heart. But really, think with your mind. If you think with your mind, better results will happen. We must be better critical thinkers. We must be honest. And we must hold each other accountable. And this is Intervisions of Sunrise Ricks. Thank you for tuning in. Later on, I will probably do another podcast. And also, too, I'm going to have an interview with Miss Kimberly Brooks, the entrepreneur sensation that has taken the world by storm with her performance and her selling abilities at paparazzi. Please check out Miss Kimberly Brooks. That interview will be on Instagram Live. 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. Until next time, everybody, y'all be blessed, y'all be safe, and I'm out.